Hello and welcome back to Beyond Boards, a podcast dedicated to the actions and interests of skaters beyond skateboarding. My guest today, Imke Lerink, started skating in the Netherlands where she grew up. In 2007, she started a MySpace account called Girls Shred as a platform to meet up and skate with girls around her. It eventually moved over to Facebook and Instagram, and today in its 10th year of existence, the Instagram account has over 200,000 followers, sharing daily videos of girls mostly skating but also surfing and snowboarding, and also organizing events and meetups all over Europe regularly. I had the opportunity to go meet with her in her hometown of The Hague in November 2022. So here's my conversation with Imke. I hope you'll enjoy it. Let's get started. Let's get started. <laughs> Thank you so much, Imke. We've been chatting for a little bit before we started recording. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me in your house today in uh, The Hague. Nice to meet you. And nice thank you for you taking the time. Yeah, this is sick. So I usually start the podcast with the very basic question of um, how did you start, start skating? And uh, yeah, tell me about maybe growing up and, and picking up a skateboard. Um, yeah, I actually started through my sister. She uh, had a board and started ollieing with her friends and then I was like oh that's cool and my brother had a board under his bed he didn't do nothing with it so I took his board and started skating mm -hmm. my sister quit and then I just started skating alone until I got friends in skateboarding <laughs> yeah. which was pretty kind of easy actually uh, back in the day like you ran into skater and it's like oh hey we're gonna skate together even if you're not good or yeah, yeah, yeah. just starting out so yeah how old were you when you started? Do you remember? Um, 16, yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty so that's, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty late. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did you find girl skaters um, where you were living at the time? Or was it mostly boys, I, I assume? It was mostly boys. Yeah. I had like a best friend. We started skating together when I started out. But then once she fell, she quit. And then I oh, didn't yeah. have any girls to skate with. So I started with uh, guys through internet I, I found out some people that were skating in Utrecht and mm -hmm. um, through like skating around and just being around those people even I couldn't even roll back then I was just like literally starting out but then those mm -hmm. people kind of took me under their wing and I got to know some people that are pretty well known back in the day but still now maybe and uh, mm -hmm. yeah they kind of took me under their wing and took me to the skate park and just yeah showed out. you the ropes yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> yeah and they did their thing and they just kind of left me just practicing rolling around and so at some point I um, had like a bigger friend group and there were all guys and there were hardly any girls so yeah always with the guys uh, was that a bit difficult for you or, or was it kind of natural and, and you didn't think about it twice kind mm -hmm. of, uh, of hanging out with boys mostly Back then, I didn't really think about it. But then at some point, you, I was thinking like, why are there no girls? Like, mm. uh, But I didn't have a problem like being the only girl skater around the guys for a long mm -hmm. time. Yep. But yeah, I remember that I skated in the old Area 51 skate park and Candy Jacobs was skating there. And she was the first girl I saw skating like in yeah. a park where I never went to because I was always skating in Utrecht. And mm -hmm. that was like, ooh, whoa, who's that? She's mm -hmm. actually super good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got inspired by her. We didn't know each other yet. But then years later, uh, we kind of got in contact. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You're the same age as her, pretty much, right? Yeah. Or, or right around yeah. there? Okay. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you grew up around Utrecht, right? Utrecht. Is that, yeah. Is that how you... Okay. Yeah. And then um, my ex-boyfriend, we he lives in Tilburg and we used to yeah, skate like around the country or mostly like south of the Netherlands. So mm-hmm. like Eindhoven, Tilburg, Breda, all those okay. cities. And I hardly skated in Utrecht anymore at some point. But then, yeah. I found Utrecht again at uh, some point in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Utrecht will always be, it's where I started skating and it's yeah. always going to be my the city. Your my home heart. ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so what were some of your, maybe your first like um, inspirations in skating? I mean, as in like, uh, what were some of the first skaters that you looked up to, uh, man or woman, whatever? And, and what are, were some of, of maybe your first videos that you watched? Um, First video was Yeah Right, Girl Yeah Right. Oh, yeah. And really, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, really good one. <laughs> and the DC video. Okay, yeah. Flip, of course. And yeah. then I found out there were actually girl skate videos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. aka Girl Skater. That's mm-hmm. a really good one. Uh, I found out um, Jamie Race and um, yeah. Vanessa Torres. And mm-hmm. they were all like, yeah, they were really inspirational to me. And then the guys, yeah, there were a lot. But... Yeah, it's hard to pick favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I always liked the uh, yeah guy Mariano. So we oh, talked yeah. about it before, mm-hmm. but yeah. the old school skaters and I really like Jake Johnson and uh, oh yeah Levi Brown From Minefield yeah. and yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Jake Johnson. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. his name doesn't, doesn't come up too often. Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only has a hashtag. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just like sponsored skater but not on social media yeah. and i really like that that's something yeah. that you can still do so. that's pretty yeah. badass yeah. there's not many yeah i think uh, one other famous skater that doesn't have an instagram account is uh, wes kramer oh yeah who skates for skate mafia in dc and yeah i i think it's really rad actually yeah, I, I kind of admire it it's yeah, kind of, yeah they kind of live their own way and they're and still especially at that kind of point of uh, fame or or celebrity within skateboarding I'm sure like their sponsors probably have told them many times to get yeah. an Instagram account I can because imagine, if yeah. they had one they would probably get 1000 10000 you mm-hmm. know followers or more but I feel like it's really cool that they you know just said no I I don't care yeah. about this I'm not yeah. going to spend any time uh, on social media I don't yeah. need it and uh, just keep it the old way sort of and uh, and they still you know I don't know if they're that famous like the skaters that are on social media but I mm-hmm. feel like they still have their their name out and people oh, are still sure. interested in what they're doing even though they can't follow what they're doing yeah. on a yeah. daily basis which is fine yeah. you know and that makes them a bit uh, even a bit more mysterious yeah, in a way exactly, yeah. yeah the fact that they're not on social media yeah yeah, but, yeah uh, I admire it yeah. it's really cool <laughs> we're gonna talk about social media for sure <laughs> but b- before yeah. we jump into that and into girls shred mm-hmm. of course I want to ask you a lot about that but um, yeah, I was wondering, like when you started skating, were you kind of just doing it for fun? And uh, were you thinking in the back of your mind, like, oh, uh, were you kind of daydreaming of uh, getting sponsored, maybe having a pro board someday? Or were you always just, you know, having fun with it and not thinking at all about... Uh... I was never that good that I okay. was even thinking about getting sponsored. No, mm-hmm. I never had that in my mind. It was literally fun. And I think for me, it was also a way of evolving myself. I think before I skated, I was super shy and insecure. And then once I had a lot of friends in skateboarding, 
I don't know. Um, I started to feel more rebellious, mm-hmm. <laughs> like more, yeah, yeah. you know, standing up for yourself and, and not be shy all the time. And because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like respected and welcomed by everyone, even yeah. if it was only guys back then. So I yeah. never, I never really experienced. Maybe that's um, I don't know how I say that, but like maybe I'm lucky. But I never experienced something bad with like God, being around guys. Oh yeah. Um, you never so got like no. uh, harassed or, or like no. any trouble from guys being uh, no because i yeah. was with my own group and right. if we went to another skate park i was also with that group so yeah it was mostly if you were like skating on the streets that people were yelling something at you or mm. something oh, yeah. like yeah. that but yeah, yeah that's regardless of yeah, what gender you are yeah, yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. you're just being yeah. a nuisance you're just being a skater and people <laughs> yeah, hate it yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. so <laughs> exactly yeah doesn't <laughs> matter if you're a boy or a girl yeah, yeah they just need to say something <laughs> i don't know yeah. okay yeah so well, that's good yeah that you didn't have uh, no. any bad experience from no. being uh, a girl among a, a bunch of guys yeah. And, yeah yeah that's good yeah and i think of course at some point i started to you know meeting girls in skateboarding and uh there were a few like a handful of girls and i also did like an event for that kind of like a meetup more than an event okay. because there were so i think we were with eight ten girls which mm-hmm. was back then a lot it was in 2008 mm-hmm. but um yeah there were so little girls out here skating that to me it was kind of normal just being with the guys and so it's kind of weird now you know like the girls are and it's yeah. also big but i think it's important that even though i have that account i think it's important to escape it both boys and girls or yeah. non-binary or everything sure. in between i mean you learn from each other there's a different way of perceiving the things of, or the tricks or the way you want to approach a trick or yeah. motivate yourself or people around you so mm-hmm. yeah oh, absolutely you learn from each other so mm-hmm. yeah so we're going to talk about Girl Shred, but um, I'm just curious to ask you a bit about some of your work experience aside from Girl Shred, because we, we've been talking for a little <laughs> bit before yeah. and you told me that Girl Shred is, uh, you're not making uh, money out of mm-hmm. it or very, very little money. Very little, yeah. and, um, and you have a, a regular job, so to speak, mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah. And so can you tell me a bit to some of your work, exp- <laughs> not maybe not all of them, but yeah. like, for example, what are you doing right now for work outside of, uh, of Girl Shred? Uh, right now, I work at, as an administrative mm-hmm. uh, employee, which is kind of kind of brainless work, but okay. it's good for me because I had a burnout this summer, so I needed oh, to okay. have something that is like not stressful, and I don't mind that it's like monotone work, you know. It's like, okay. but uh, it kind of keeps me like out of the stress mind, and, and well, that's it's good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't know. I uh, like my work in hours. I can start really early, so I'm off early and gives me more freedom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, before this, um, I've had jobs, social media manager, right. um, worked with startup companies. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, social media managing mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. on the side. I worked, for instance, I worked as a customer service uh, and then I had like a little social media managing si- on the side working okay. for Skatis and for, right, for yes. instance or yeah. stuff like that. And then I always had like my main job because mm-hmm. that didn't pay my full bill bills, of course. But then, yeah, so there are a lot of different jobs. Uh, 
around um, social media yeah, a lot as yeah, you said yeah, yeah just to have an income <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't you have also some experience in graphic design i think i saw that oh on, uh, yeah that's funny <laughs> yeah but that I was probably was... a bit before or? yeah i actually studied a lot uh, i did like a lower not bachelor but lower than that it's okay. called mbo in the netherlands um, okay yeah I uh, finished graphic design and did a three-year course in one year for multimedia design. Okay. Then I created the whole Grillset website during right. that uh, graduation. Uh, graduating from that, I created the Grillset website. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people will <laughs> know mm -hmm. that it existed. Maybe the ones that were following me way back, but back in uh, the day, yeah, yeah <laughs> um, there was a, even a team, and I had like a whole spot thing on it i should really start my website again but <laughs> i haven't had a website Never for super late. long yeah <laughs> and yeah and uh, i went to art academy in rotterdam william de koning mm -hmm. and then okay. another art academy and then i i quit that and then went to uh, study communication and multimedia design here in the hague okay okay but due to an injury i had to quit my studies because i didn't oh. get any money from the government anymore so i couldn't oh, study okay okay so oh, i couldn't yeah. finish it but uh yeah always oh, been into like designing can you can you complete it uh, is there a way for you to kind Maybe of uh, online. to pick it up where you stopped or mm. or is there no way of doing that probably not no i have okay. to start over or i can oh, do damn. like an online thing but okay. to be honest i'm, I'm don't done. really want to yeah. do it anymore no okay. i uh it's still interesting to me, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, especially really marketing, I really liked it. But uh, yeah, there's also a lot to learn online. And I think if you have that drive, then you can teach yourself anything if you right. put your mind For and sure. the effort in. So mm -hmm. yeah, maybe one day I will be like, oh, I'd still <laughs> do mm -hmm. it. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, cool. kind of made peace with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about the injuries as well. I'm interested in asking you about that if if you want to talk about it, obviously. But so tell me a bit about like the beginnings of Girls Thread. You, you mentioned a few minutes ago that you did some meetups with uh, some mm -hmm. skaters around you. And at what point did uh, Girls Thread start? And I read somewhere, or maybe you said this in this talk at Pushing Borders, I'm not sure, but that it started on MySpace, yes, exactly. which I thought was funny. I hadn't read MySpace or heard about MySpace in a while. <laughs> it's a uh, really old memories. Yeah. Uh, but Only yeah, the old so. ones will know, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the younger people that are yeah. listening will be like, like what, what the hell is, is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> was there social media before this? Yeah. No, yeah. What's um, this like dinosaur podcast oh we're listening gosh. to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MySpace. So yeah, 2006. Seven, I started a page back then for right. Girls okay. Super okay. ugly logo, everything. Yeah. Like it was just fun just to have the girls together and I wasn't even thinking about making it big, but to I don't know, have something of a community a yeah. platform where you could like meet up or talk to each other to meet up or mm -hmm. just being inspired by each other. And it was really small and then I started a blog on blogger. Okay. <laughs> so I had a blog next to that and I I just, when I found out and realized there are actually a lot of girls skating, mm -hmm. even though you don't see them around, they're yeah. in other countries, not only mine. Right, right. I kind of realized there are a lot of women skaters, but they're just not, you know, 
you don't hear about them yeah they don't get even, as yeah. much um uh, media attention yeah, or, yeah and yeah. even mm -hmm. if they were sponsored on a brand you still wouldn't really hear about them yeah which was kind of weird to me and of course at some point i was realizing like why are there only guys everywhere mm -hmm. like i never see girls so i was really interested in tracking the news and if people got on a team or went to a contest and who won and stuff mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. and so i made a blog and just put like also fashion if stuff came out or like with a team and videos contests and yeah did interviews with girls back then and uh, oh, created okay. like the whole interview as if it's like a spread in a magazine and stuff mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. so to give them more exposure and um, create opportunities for them but also to help encourage more you know girls to step into skateboarding right yeah, yeah. and yeah and to be motivated and inspired by each other so it started going from there and then 2012 i started instagram <laughs> okay oh yeah so was that was that the year instagram started i think maybe a year before that or something it's yeah. around there for sure yeah of course okay. I have very Facebook early stages well. of instagram yeah then. okay yeah oh so you were on there at the very beginning yeah wow. yeah okay like my mind was not even on a goal to have a community or, or build yeah. something big mm -hmm. but i mostly posted photos of events I did and sessions mm -hmm. and the girls that came there and but then you know other people came on the platform so you could like uh, post them also yeah. and yeah, give yeah. them exposure and started going from that so did, did you have a, a Facebook account as yeah. well on yeah. the side before all this I had Facebook okay yeah yeah. Because uh, for meetups and stuff, I, I, I guess that a Facebook group would probably be a bit better designed yeah. for yeah. a purpose like that. Mm -hmm. uh, since Instagram is a bit more like picture driven, especially at that time when yeah. there weren't videos True. yet. But uh, what made you want to get into Instagram? Do you remember what was like the Ooh, yeah. kind of... I can't really remember how the... I think it just went naturally because I was already on Facebook and then people started or like I myself my personal account I went on Instagram and then right. I just started there and uh, I think I would reach a more a bigger you know audience and I saw others coming on the platform so I thought it would be good to like in that way give news and inspire each other mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Facebook was good also for the events because you yes. could make the events and yeah, it was an more easy to track and, yeah. yeah yeah you could know who would come yeah. and yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. whereas via Instagram nowadays it's kind of Hard. Yeah, yeah, you never yeah. know who, how many people will show up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Even back then, of course, you didn't. But at yeah. least people were like attending yeah. or not attending. You would know how many people, at least mm -hmm. online, would say they would come, yeah, and then exactly. a, a percentage of that would actually show up. Exactly. But, yeah. 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 yeah no, I don't know. I think it just went naturally. I went to another platform. Yeah. Okay. And okay. now I'm actually never really on Facebook. I, Do you I'm still like, have a, a Facebook yeah. page? Okay. I even have a Twitter, I think. Oh, yeah? For, for girls' friends? <laughs> yeah, but okay. I, I'm kind of scared. Maybe I have to look into it <laughs> <laughs> to know what is going on there. But do, you, do you post at all on Twitter no, anymore? No, I, I don't even think about it. <laughs> maybe yeah. I, I, I was thinking maybe I should delete it, but I don't know. I mean, I have the platform, so just keep yeah. it that way. But I'm never... On there. Yeah, and it, especially like uh, as we're recording this, uh, Twitter has has, has been <laughs> a lot of, in conversations <laughs> Ooh, lately Twitter with uh, is not the Elon <laughs> Musk uh, buying it and, yeah. and kind of firing everybody yeah. and yeah. and Deadlines. kind of transforming it deeply. So yeah. who knows what it's going to yeah. turn I saw into? Some stuff. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, being yeah. an employee there seems kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They laid weird. off like uh, yeah. uh, I was going to say millions. Thousands. No, not millions, but like thousands yeah. of yeah. people. Yeah.
I have a question about that for later, but uh, mm -hmm. about like the sort of the relevance or the future of social media. Mm -hmm. But we'll, oh, we'll yeah. probably get that towards <laughs> uh, the end. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so tell me a bit about some of your the, the injuries that you went mm. through, if if you're okay with that. Because I, I read on the Girls Thread Instagram, you said uh, something like skate injury struggle since 2013, yeah, I believe yeah, is what you... Yeah, that's on my personal account, yeah. Oh, I, it's on I, your personal yeah. one. Oh, sorry, I, I thought it was on the Girls Thread one. No, no, it's on yours, okay. <laughs> no, because uh, on Girls Thread, like nowadays, people kind of know I'm behind it, but I was always so quiet about that I did the Girls Thread that even right, yeah. one of my friends was like, I got posted on Girls Thread and I was sitting next to her and I was mm -hmm. like, I, yeah, yeah, I mm. posted you. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um where it's such a long story it's mm. kind of complicated but um i went skating in skateboard amsterdam 2013 and i tried a frontside 50 50 and a half pipe and my board i don't know what happened it happened so fast but i just fell into the half pipe okay and my lower leg left leg was like just straight point into the snapped? right oh, yeah wow. so it snapped and so i heard this broke snap. Uh, which bones did you break uh, you know? no bones oh really only in my meniscus and acl completely oh okay torn. that's the, yeah. that's the knee injury you told yeah. me about earlier yeah. okay yeah so, so that was in 2013 yeah okay yeah and it was like really weird like my, so your, my your upper leg was, leg was straight and my lower leg was just pointing like pointing weird, in the other like way like i was okay. laying on it wow but You know, I don't know, this is maybe a skater thing, but I heard a snap, but I didn't realize it at the time. And in my mind, I was just like, okay, I fell. Sometimes you fall hard and it yeah. feels like that shock. So yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, is this the pain from just falling or is yeah. it pain? Like you cannot do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. So I tried to stand up. Well, all right, hurts, but it's okay. And then I tried rolling. I was like, okay, probably okay. And then I, I did like a fake shove it. And with landing, I felt in this exact same position. And I oh. was like screaming in the park. Like, not crying, but I was like, this is not something. Yeah, is not up. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had to, I lived in Tilburg at the time. So I had to like travel for two hours and I couldn't walk. And yeah. So after that, I came home. I got, they've put something on my leg they didn't know what was going <laughs> on yeah like, <laughs> like yeah good was, to go magic yeah. kiss and no <laughs> it was literally kind of like that it was like okay now you go and yeah. i was like okay i could not walk and nothing oh, wow. and um, did they do an x-ray or something no, nothing they did i had to wait for three months to get an uh, no mri way. skin which was so weird yeah and then the um were you still walking after the well i didn't know what was going on and they were like oh it's just kind of yeah it just it takes two three weeks and then you, yeah. you're good to go again okay. so in my mind i was like okay i cannot walk nothing everything hurts and i even went to a physiotherapist but we both didn't actually know what was going on so he yeah. was treating my knee without actually knowing knowing what, what was, was going wrong on. yeah And I had the results. The doctor said I had a bone bruise or something. I was like, okay. Then I came in and this happened in June 2013, the mm -hmm. accident. And then in December or something, I went for a checkup with a colleague of the doctor. And okay. he was talking in between lips. Like he was like, oh yeah, but it's not weird that you feel this because your, your ACL is torn. And I was like, what? Okay. I didn't even know this. And he was like, you don't know your ACL is torn? Yeah, wow. So that's how this started. And then I moved right away. I moved to my mom because I knew I was going to have surgery. I was on the waiting list. So a year after my injury, I had my wow. ACL surgery with okay. no training. It was really bad. But 
So I got my ACL, uh, I say that, surgery. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, everything went well. The, the surgery went really well. But due to mistakes from the hospital, I got thrombosis in week two after my no injury. Yeah, it was so bad that even when I called them, the hospital, like, there's something with my leg. It's kind of like a balloon. I, it doesn't look good. And once the Band-Aid came off, it was my full leg was bruised and purple. And I was super scared. And yeah oh that's gnarly. a whole backstory wow, but that's yeah crazy there was one night that i blacked out and i couldn't hear anything and couldn't see anything and nothing and um that's when i called the hospital like i think something's actually really bad with my knee or like my leg yeah, yeah. but they didn't want me to come in and it was over the weekend okay i could luckily come in and they found out i had thrombosis up until my belly already oh wow so <gasps> i wasn't allowed to after my acl uh surgery yeah surgery yeah. i wasn't allowed to because of the thrombosis do anything but lay on my back all day um, okay. for four or five months oh my god because there was a risk that the, the blood props would like go into my lungs and i could die oh, so wow. but of course that's the worst case scenario if you're coming out of a knee surgery you need to train and move mm -hmm. so i that's when I uh, started getting this condition with my knee. Afterwards, we found out I had like severe scar tissue because I okay. was not moving. Oh, so because of the four or five months that you laying were... Laying flat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, like every hole imaginable, everything in my knee was like as if it's like glued together. It's like scar uh, tissue. Okay. Okay. I got a surgery for that as well in 2014, 15, I think, by the way. Yeah, so not long after the first yeah, one? Okay. Yeah, and um, they burned out all the scar tissue and I had, yeah, the whole wow. process after that. I had like physiotherapy three times a week for like two hours a day or three and treatment and everything. And But it was really hard. I could not bike anymore. I had to learn how to walk. I was in a wheelchair for like a year. Wow, um, damn. Yeah, and I couldn't walk for like two years or something. So to me, also funny, so in some way gnarly. with Corona, wow, okay. yeah. it felt like back then I was in, in this like quarantine thing because I was just at home. I couldn't go anywhere. Uh, oh, yeah. So to me, it felt a little bit like the Corona, like I was just oh, yeah. at home. You were quarantined yeah, before. Nothing, doing <laughs> yeah. nothing. My physiotherapist didn't even come to my place for my knee, but for my uh -huh. back. Okay. Because laying all day and oh, you, ha I was you had so issues with your back yeah, as because well because of I that. I couldn't. At some point, he didn't know how to lay anymore. It was just like wow. I can't lay. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't also walk, so I had to learn how to walk and bike, which was also a whole process. And yeah, I'm still Damn. dealing with it. So it's um, it's a knee condition that is like really rare. So they don't know a lot about it still. Mm -hmm. I might go in again soon to check how my knee is actually doing now because it's pretty painful every oh, day. Yeah. Okay. So that's also shitty because normally back then people could see I, I couldn't walk normally. I had like a limp leg and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But now it seems like I'm good. So yeah, I, we just skating, walked a bit together. You seem yeah, to be walking fine. Exactly. I mean, I didn't shitty. like observe you, but uh, yeah. you didn't seem to be too bothered by your which i'm yeah. glad i'm so yeah, glad yeah. i can walk and yeah. bike again but of i course, can't yeah. run and, and and sit on my knees it yeah. feels like it's not my knee it's hurting a lot oh, too damn. Yeah. so it's sometimes hard when people are asking questions like why aren't you skating or well, you, yeah. you look perfectly normal why aren't you skating yeah. and they don't get it yeah i'd rather 
not rather maybe but I rather would have it that you see that something's up with my knee then that yeah they wouldn't ask you about yeah, it yeah yeah sometimes it feels a little uncomfortable because you have to explain it and I don't yeah. want to explain the whole yeah. story all the time so and you don't have to I mean yeah, yeah. even if you're in good health you don't yeah. have to skate I mean yeah, it's not exactly. it's not mandatory yeah. like yeah. just because you have a, an account that shares skateboarding footage mm-hmm. you don't need to necessarily go skateboarding every day and yeah but yeah, no, I, yeah. I understand that people would probably feel like you do skate yeah. or, or something. But uh, yeah, you don't yeah. need to justify yourself. Is what no, I'm exactly. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, so wow, long story that's, uh, short, I always, wow, I always say this, but it's such a long story that I yeah. could like go into more details. But for it's, sure, yeah. it's just complicated also yeah. to understand for even my close family and friends. So, if, mm. you know, I, I never expect people to understand what actually happened or yeah how this impacted because so, my life so much happened that yeah. it's a bit difficult to mm-hmm. fully comprehend I'm, yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. i i also had like the the sock that goes all over your foot up until your up until knee, your knee. Yeah. and i thought i would have that forever and okay. i always felt like really ashamed wearing that i, I was i was ashamed wearing short pants because mm-hmm. then you could see that and yeah. it was just, I don't know, uncomfortable. And then it's some miracle. My doctor that was in my fame doctor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a specialist, she declared me like healthy. And she okay. was like, only if you feel like there's something wrong, you should come back, but you're good to go. And uh, everything dropped at some point because they found out when I got thrombosis, I had during the whole knee thing, I had three surgeries in like a little over a year, year and a half. Because wow. they found out I had like a rare condition also with my veins that was okay. pressing okay. each other. So the okay. blood couldn't go through. And right. so okay. I was there for that as well. So it was such a complicated wow. yeah, problems keep period piling of up time. And, yeah, yeah. Like everything that could go wrong went wrong. And oh, then wow. of course, during this whole process, I saw friends of mine dealing with an ACL injury. Right. I was like, ah, I could have gone through like a normal recovery yeah. stage, even if yeah. that takes a year and a half two years sometimes as yeah, well but at least then you they can reco- go back to yeah, skating and, exactly. and back to your get normal a, a, life a fully kind of. operational yeah. knee yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's something especially in the beginning it, it was hard to see others just recover within a year and a half and being yeah. back at their normal lifestyle and then yeah, yeah. and you're like stuck at home like oh this mm. is yeah, forever yeah, 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 for <laughs> yeah. sure so wow yeah. those are pretty gnarly yeah i didn't yeah. i didn't uh, expect it to be that gnarly yeah, yeah. Wow. that's also when of course i just started instagram in 2012 and 2013 right. my knee injury happened okay so i was at home a lot yeah you had time on this your hands. gave me so much strength and motivation even if i'm running the account mm-hmm. just seeing all those girls you know progress yeah. and like putting themselves out there gave me so much like yeah. energy happiness yeah, and, yeah yeah i was just like soaked into that and uh, mm-hmm. that gave me yeah good energy for sure yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. important okay yeah yeah and it makes sense that yeah for sure that you would um since you can't skate yourself that you would like uh, dedicate some time yeah. to shining some light on other yeah, girl sure. skaters and yeah, yeah that's great and back then i had a friend that used to pick me up sometimes uh, uh-huh. and I was on crutches a long time as well and she took and with a brace I went up to my crouch and like a super long brace so okay. I couldn't like walk really yeah, yeah but she took me to the skate park so I could just like see my friend skate oh yeah okay <laughs> in Utrecht so uh, uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. that's why the 
skate park in Utrecht is also my home, my local yeah, park yeah. still, even if I don't go there a lot. Yeah, just I was just lurking sideline crew. I was just like <laughs> enjoying watching yeah, my yeah, friends yeah. or just people skate. For sure, yeah, yeah. hanging out. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's that's uh, yeah. yeah, that's still still enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. still, yeah, For sure. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you been able to skate a little bit at oh, yeah. some points between those first like surgeries and today? Or yes. did you have some like little periods of time where you were able to skate for a bit? Or Yeah, I always struggle with like, I have off moments even mm-hmm. for my state now. I'm doing way better than looking back at that time. But yeah, yeah, I can push around and I go to some of the girl skate nights and stuff and yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and or meet up with friends sometimes. But yeah, it's hard sometimes if I push for like five minutes, my knee gets super stiff and I can't oh, yeah. bend it anymore and extend it like both is getting yeah. really shitty. So yeah, then you're like, oh, yeah, you need to pick your battles. Then you feel it again. And it's like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. But okay. I, I'm super happy that I can push. Yeah, like that at was, least. Uh, yeah. I remember the first time that I pushed, I think it was three and a half years or something after my injury. I started slowly pushing first push. Oh my God. It uh, are you so regular or, goof- or goofy? I'm goofy. Okay, yeah. so it's your pushing leg. This, yeah. It's your yeah. pushing leg yeah. uh, knee. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this so is, you need yeah. energy to push with uh, the yeah. other leg is standing on the board. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if people are <laughs> telling me, like, why aren't you not skating? Switch. Switch yeah. But to be honest, then <laughs> it's uh, more difficult than it sounds. On, yeah. I, I would stand on my bad leg or right, like right. Yeah, yeah. my less good back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's both It's both not ideal and yeah, it hurts, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm so happy that I can walk. Like, I thought I oh, would yeah. be forever be in this situation. And because I also tried to um, sue the hospital at that time. And oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we were about to get the. Because of the thrombosis yeah, uh, that you developed yeah, there? Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They gave me medication before my knee surgery and then right. two times after. And that kind of medication thickens your blood. And I didn't get the. Okay. the the shots normal people even get that okay. after a knee injury or something because you're kind of not able to walk normally for a while uh-huh. so you get the injections the, the thinner your blood i didn't oh, yeah, get yeah, those yeah. either so it was like a mix to get thrombosis actually wow um it triggered it yeah, yeah it, it yeah. launched it okay but then we found out i also had a condition so it was oh, kind yeah, of yeah. and mm-hmm. back then i was on the pill so there was like a whole thing oh, going okay. on that, that was also were, an obstacle okay yeah because my lawyer she was like okay we're ready to go in i have a whole team ready and then she's like i have to tell you this it's like a thousand euros for you to start this because we have to do a lot of the research and stuff okay and she's like i can tell you already you're gonna lose Oh, really? Yeah. She's like the hospital, they all hold hands and they will not let this be won by something like this. So, okay. and they were already talking about, yeah, like it's you not get worth thrombosis it, because you were on the pill. And stuff. Oh. So they could like easily oh brush God. it off. So okay. I was like, let's focus on healing, healing and getting and feeling yeah. all right. Even if it's mm-hmm. the worst case scenario for me back then, I just try to stay optimistic and positive and focus yeah. on good things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also, um, if you had gone along with the suing the hospital mm-hmm. and everything, it would probably have meant months or maybe years yeah. of like prosecution yeah, or whatever, exactly. or talking to lawyers and like um, leading this battle, so yeah. to speak. And that's a lot of energy and time and doing things that are, uh, and you're not even sure in the end that you're going to win, even if yeah. it's not about money or just yeah. about, you know, just proving them that they were wrong. Yeah, that wasn't uh, also my, my head was not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, mm. 
I'd rather just get Move at, on. at a point where it's better for me because I never thought I would be like even walking without people noticing my yeah. walk is off because it's still off like but mm. people can see this is really good because sometimes I we've ta- videotaped it uh-huh. and the, the physiotherapist is like yeah you're you're the way you walk is still not good but it's funny like I I was so mesmerized by just looking at people walking for a mm-hmm. long time I was like how do you actually uh, like yeah. how does that work mechanically wise like how does yeah, it work because yeah, yeah, yeah. my mind and body was not like thinking together anymore like mm-hmm. as, if, as if it was like a different thing yeah yeah a different, so, different yeah. part of you, different body basically. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's crazy yeah i was thinking about earlier when you started talking about this that the, i don't know if you know this other skate podcast um there's this pro skater in the States. I interviewed him not too long ago, um, Walker Ryan. Mm-hmm. He does a podcast called Old Friend. Well, he has oh, a whole yeah. brand called I like Old, that. Old Friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have this like fitness and kind of physical therapy podcast specifically designed for skaters. And I feel like a story like yours would probably be super. I'm, I'm not sure if they covered. I'm sure they mm-hmm. must have covered like knee injuries Yeah. Uh, in some of their episodes with some of their guests. But uh, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, you would probably be a, a good really... candidate, so to speak, for that show. I will to listen talk to with that. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so really no, it's interesting because yeah. it, like it's Walker Ryan, who's a pro skater. Yeah. And this friend of his, Kyle Brown, who's also a skater, but he's also a physical therapist uh, in, the, in the states yeah. so cool. he has a, a professional opinion uh-huh. about certain you know injuries and how to get better from them so yeah so anyways i thought yeah, yeah that you that would be a, a good guest for them <laughs> well <laughs> but, yeah 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 it's a it's a still hard i know my physiotherapist told me like you can come in and i can mobilize your knee or like he cracks me because my whole physiologically you're gonna you know your body is responding everyone's unique in that in their own body you know right yeah, yeah. how you respond to trauma in your body or pain or something so uh-huh. apparently my left side a lot of times gets stuck like from my shoulder or my ankles and he has to crack it and then oh, okay. my knee also releases a little so then mm. the pain is a little less okay so it's a whole it's a it's a long journey and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. but he also tells me and you're not me, quite out of the woods so yeah, to speak yet no, yeah, no, yeah. No. okay no. But, but at least you can walk and yeah. as you said then like i'm not so, complaining yeah. i'm like super happy yeah, that i can yeah, walk yeah. and and dance and skate yeah. even if it's just pushing around i can't yeah, really yeah, do yeah. tricks my mind is like i need to do a trick but yeah i know i can't really land it because the impact is just yeah if i make it a might su- weird a bit, movement yeah. it's already because okay. even sometimes with walking i feel like my knees popping out or like yeah. it's not stable Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so skating is uh yeah yeah it's too yeah, tricky it's, it's tough yeah I, I told you before too I, I i do have knee issues but not as gnarly as yours obviously but i broke an ankle like pretty severely when i was younger and now when i skate whenever i try to do tricks even just simple tricks like a kickflip a, a pop shove it's something mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. simple most of the times I'll, my my uh, ankle will bend you know mm-hmm. i won't i won't break it again but it will like bend and and it will hurt a lot and then i will spend a whole week or two weeks you're not out. being able yeah. to walk properly yeah and i've been running for the last uh, i don't maybe 10 15 years wow. or something so i really enjoy running which is not very good for your body as well but if i try to skate for like half an hour i'll feel awful afterwards mm-hmm. my ankles will be beaten up my mm-hmm. knees and then i won't be able to run to for run, like a week yeah. or two and then my whole mental health is kind of mm-hmm. deteriorating because i really rely on running as a release 
sometimes I'm like, uh, do I want to skate? Like I want to, but I know Is that it? <laughs> it's gonna suck. Like I'm what, gonna be what hurt. What can I do after that? Then? Yeah. yeah, like I yeah. know if I skate half Compromise. an hour, I'm not running for two weeks. So, <laughs> so like, yeah. If I do a 10 minute skate session, yeah, I won't <laughs> be running minutes. for two weeks. Wait. <laughs> yeah. But the thing yeah. is, that, like after not skating for so long, like if you like yeah. if I try to skate for 10 minutes, I'm not gonna do shit. Like I'll I'll roll around, but yeah. I I probably won't even be able to do a kickflip. Like yeah. uh, I'll do an awful one maybe, but uh, but that's also so fine, minutes, right? Yeah, just, yeah, just, of course, of course. But it's it's a bit frustrating yeah, to yeah, just stop after course. 10 minutes. Yeah. Like if I start skating, I'm gonna want to skate like a long time. Yeah. But the longer I skate, the the more hurt I'm gonna get. Yeah, and so. the longer you're out again. So. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> or like you have other <laughs> issues coming from your yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy to see older people that are skating at still at such an incredible level. I'm mm. sure they must have a yeah. really disciplined kind of hygiene or, yeah. or like way of taking care of their bodies and stuff. Because like I don't I don't understand how people are skating so well at like 45 yeah. or 50. Exactly. Or, and gnarly tricks. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Uh, ridiculous. I don't understand. <laughs> And I'm only really 35 crazy. and not that old, but like <laughs> I'm watching them and I feel like I'm 70 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. <laughs> All the energy also still. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of pulling this to myself. Oh, no, but, but, I like uh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's talk a bit more about Girls Shred. So, so you told me about the beginning. And so you moved over to Instagram, like pretty much when it started mm -hmm. in 2012, 2013. Exactly. And so tell me a bit of some of the stages that it went through from that time to now. Yeah, so I had my website back then still, I think. Yeah. So at some point, I was just like, the website is not the way I want it to look anymore. It's not what I want to show or mm -hmm. it was kind of outdated in the design But ever since then, I didn't start a new website. I think yeah. I had on the website, they said, coming soon yeah. for years. <laughs> This is actually a question <laughs> I noted for later. I was like, uh, can you tell us about this coming soon? <laughs> but you just did. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know okay. I have to like really get into it. But yeah, I don't know. In 2034, maybe there will be a <laughs> website at some point, maybe. Yeah, no, to be honest, when you were talking about, you know, what is after social media. Right, yeah. That's why I'm thinking a lot lately about how do I want to approach something that is sustainable. Also, if Instagram would not be a thing anymore. Yeah. Because I think it's now still going and stuff, but you... If you see the numbers, it's like people scroll less on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, statistics show that people, there are still a lot of people coming on the platform or new ones and stuff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but people just spend more time on TikTok, I think. And, uh, oh, yeah. Instagram. The younger generation, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it's all mm -hmm. kind of the same nowadays. Everyone's trying yeah. to, uh, you know, do what the other is doing. Like yeah, Instagram yeah. is trying to keep up with all the trends, yeah. TikTok and everything. So I think maybe there's a day coming that people are kind of like tired of social yeah. media. I think, yeah, you should already think about how do you yeah. want to... How to bring your is, community yeah, to some other place. Yeah, and like what is place. the community to you? And like yeah. how do you keep, you know, that community to stick together and like yeah. still being inspired and motivated mm -hmm, by each mm -hmm. other, but offline or in other ways. So I'm trying to think there. So I know... My website, I want to create some new stuff, but uh, I just have to, I want to do a whole design around Girls Thread and it's okay. because it's my own project. I yeah, always yeah. put so much pressure on it and that's why mm. it takes so long. And then I'm like, no, okay. And then mm. I'm busy with other stuff. And Well, yeah, the, there's that too. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you have a, a full life uh, yeah. aside from, uh, yeah, from yeah. this uh, endeavor. So it's uh, Which, hard to. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't always easy either. Like, 
mm-hmm. with my knee when I found out my orthopedist. He told me like, yeah, in 2017, this is gonna be forever. We cannot fix any more than we did now. Wow. So if okay. you're in pain, take a painkiller. And I was like, wait, wow. I think it hit me at some point. And then I started to get a depression for like yeah. a couple of months. And uh, okay. so that's not yeah. how, how can someone say something yeah. like that? That's ridiculous. But it was literally wow. because it's so unknown still the condition I have. And uh, yeah, but I mean, you, even if it's difficult, like you don't say that hit. to your patient. Yeah, I was like, like oh, that's the worst advice. It's forever, yeah. forever, ever. Yeah. Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, like everyone. I went through a lot. So sometimes, of course, I still post on social media, but that doesn't mean you're going, you're also going through stages in your life that sometimes you just have less mind space or just creative mind or time to do what you want to do. But I really need to get a website, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I had to laugh at myself even, like, coming soon, Imke. (laughs) What are we talking about? Like, years coming soon? You should add an ish after the soon, like, uh, soon-ish. Or, like, really small letters. Don't expect it soon, though. (laughs) (laughs) Not too soon. Not too soon. (laughs) Yeah. So um, tell me about some of the events that you have been doing aside from like running the because so, so for people who are listening to this and who probably don't know Girls Shred, I mean, most people probably do. But if they don't, it's basically uh, an Instagram account with uh, videos, mostly of skateboarding, but yeah. I think also of surfing and snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And of women doing all these uh, sports and activities. And so aside from the posts themselves and, and the community that gravitates around that, mm-hmm. you organize meetups. And like uh, we talked about this earlier as well, like you did like something with Girls Rules Project. Yeah. Girls, Girls Rule, Rule Project. Project. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's the right one. Yeah. And uh, also you did this event with Vans last summer. Yeah. And I think Vans the summer Coco before Loco. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell me about some of these uh, like events that happen in real life aside from the the account. Yeah. So those events started, I think, Fensco Coloco for the first time. I did it with, together with Steffi Walter. I think her name is now. Yes, I saw her <laughs> yeah. name somewhere. She, she's, she's like a, the OG skater, her first yeah. female rider on a, a cover. Of you, you did an skating. interview with her for, I don't remember which media, but I saw an oh, interview solo. of you. Solo with, skate. With, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. With another yeah. woman as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that was the first Fans Coco Loco event. Right. Yeah, and uh, it went so well that last summer we did it again, but then also with Girls Rule Project because we, this was the first summer with Girls Real Project that we did like multiple stops Mm because before mm -hmm. that we only had Munich I was kind of invited by the organizer to help you know set up or and do the content social media okay but together with two other girls we have a art someone that's like doing the art workshops she's Mm -hmm. an artist Mm -hmm. and we have a filmer and she edits and films and then Caroline she's like the main organizer but we all have you know a say in it and we all organize it kind of together but mm-hmm. yeah we thought maybe if we're actually doing the weekend anyways we all the girls rule project events are three days like friday saturday sunday mm-hmm. so we put our minds together and did like fans coca loca girls rule projects okay and i'm already working for girls rule with like mm-hmm. girls threads mm-hmm. so indirectly yep. so it's yeah, so kind of free things together. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so we could make it bigger and the Flinta community could like sleep in the, in the park overnight. Right, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was super sick. And uh, I know mm-hmm. Steffi would want it to maybe spread it out more over Europe and maybe even go internationally. So oh, nice. Yeah, and um, Girls Rule Project, yeah, it went so well. Like all the stops and 
I know some of the sponsors are also really keen on what we did, so we're going to do it again next year. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're working hard on that now. But it's a lot of to organize because we're going to different countries and we have to, yeah. what we do is we always work with community that's already based there in the right. city and yeah. together we, or they do like a the ground work tour. And, yeah, and mm -hmm. then together we, we make a whole program. And, yeah. But in that way, you have the community locals that know their way there. And sometimes people come from out of the city or like even international mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. the events. So, uh, yeah. And, but before all the events, I did events as well. Mm -hmm. 2008 was the first, but kind of more like a meetup in the yeah, skate park yeah. Amsterdam. And then the second one was in 2010. And we got Evelyn Bouillard there back yeah. then. And um, they opened up a lot of doors, I think, in Europe for girls, uh, also stuffy. So, yeah, yeah, we, we shouldn't forget about those. For sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I interviewed yeah. not too long ago uh, Luisa Menke, yeah, uh, who's really also like an OG, the, like yeah. uh, from, she's from, from the, the Netherlands, Netherlands as well. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Rotterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's, yeah. From, she's yeah. from Rotterdam, okay. Yeah. She t probably told me, but I, I don't remember. But uh, but yeah, she's a she's a rad skater t yeah, still, and still uh, yeah, an inspiration. So. Yeah, really yeah. like her skating as well. Yeah. Super sick. Yeah, I think I was it blind or something. I can remember the brand that I, she skated for. Yeah, uh, color colorblind. Oh, colorblind. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a Dutch brand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super cool. That yeah. video when I saw that when I was younger too. I was like, Whoa! Yeah. There's yeah, yeah, one yeah. girl in the yeah. video, and, and she rips. And she's yeah. From <laughs> Yeah, 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 I was super stoked back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I, lo I just love the old stuff. But I mean, it's crazy to think when I started Instagram, there weren't like crews and stuff. And now you're like opening Instagram, you have like groups of women and girls and starting crews and yeah. starting their Instagram for their crew. And it's, mm. it's like popping everywhere. It's yeah. crazy. Now, if you go to a skate park, at least you see two, three girls or something. Mm. It's not yeah. a surprise. And yeah, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing to so see so many so many girls getting insanely into skating. Yeah. cool to see that it grew so much over yeah. the years yeah so i think i saw somewhere that you organized sometimes like some workshops on the side of like, during the events mm -hmm. uh, but i wasn't too sure what the workshops were for like could can you tell me a bit about about those Every event, also with fans Coco Loco, we do uh, workshops and okay. we have different workshops. We think it's important that, you know, we, we are mostly creative people. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, a lot of skaters are either creative or like open-minded to go yeah. creatives in a way. Sure. And, yeah, yeah. Or like trigger that in someone. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we do different art workshops or um, yeah, yoga sessions and, oh, yeah. uh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's important yoga to get to know your body. Yeah. Like we talked about that before, like yeah. health. And I mean, you're taking a pretty hard hit sometimes on your body you need to like take care of it or yeah. know how to i don't know wind down sometimes and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. take care of your body stay healthy <laughs> yeah 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 so it's yeah the art workshops but, yeah. um there's always different pets and the girl carolina from colombia she's from colombia she does the art workshops for girls root projects okay okay and she gets in contact with museums so in Barcelona, we actually went inside Magba oh. <laughs> and did a whole... One of the rare yeah, skaters that actually yeah, went super inside. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So we all, we mostly always go to a museum to mm -hmm. get inspiration. Yeah, and yeah. then Carolina is explaining some of the artists there and the artwork. Oh, and right. then we That's go really nice. to back to our base or like location and then mm -hmm. 
everyone makes art and it's fair eyes from maybe painting ramps or um, making collages or yeah. crypt tape art it's like super it's a different thing every time but it depends on the city and what is influenced there or what sure. everyone gets their inspiration out yeah so yeah. yeah that's really cool yeah yeah yeah, nice. yeah really like it too <laughs> i always enjoy uh helping out and like i don't know trying a little art myself yeah, yeah i don't do it sure. a lot anymore so drawing mm -hmm. and stuff is always nice and then see what all the girls and the ages are they're young girls older people so it's always nice to see how everyone's interpreting Mm -hmm. art and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then sure. bringing it back into skateboarding or like combining it it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really yeah. cool it goes yeah. well together yeah. for sure yeah come back a bit to the instagram account like how much time does this take you like on a regular day so you told me that you do this alone mm -hmm. uh you you're the only person that handles this uh, account and so like how much time do you spend like working on it basically and how do you like select the videos because i'm sure you must get a lot of mm -hmm. dms oh, or yeah. get <laughs> tagged a lot in mm -hmm. in other publications or something yeah. So how do you curate the content? Like, how do you decide which videos to post, basically? I get this question a lot. And it's just <laughs> simply like I started, I started the whole Girls Red and the accounts and everything just out of own passion and interest in for skateboarding. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's just what I kind of like. And yeah, sometimes I get spammed by a person and I'm like, okay, I'll post you, you know, mm -hmm. but I get <laughs> so many DMs. I, I think every day at least like 30 and then everyone's sending their clips yeah plus i of course also run into videos sometimes if yeah, i yeah, yeah. see something on social media mm -hmm. so i have like multiple folders in instagram where i save all the clips oh, i have okay. it categorized right. but then i have also on my phone like a whole list of uh, videos i can actually just choose one from the whole list but then okay. it adds every day so at some point you just don't know anymore it's like a full album and list of videos and it's mm. like yeah it, it's hard yeah, yeah it's hard <laughs> i think it's just um what i think would work or what people would like to see but or you work maybe with a brand at some point not like getting paid but or yeah sometimes i post something like that and yeah every day it's hard i sometimes even i'm like oh should i post this or this and then surfing yeah. and snowboarding is a little less yeah, yeah, yeah. i know that you know it's like once yeah, every 10 yeah, or 15 yeah. more skating Instagram posts more, i've yeah. been doubting if i should only do skating but yeah i started grocer because of my love for surfing and skateboarding mm -hmm. i actually never snowboarded unfortunately okay. I uh, always wanted to do it, just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And uh, surfing, yeah, that always has been a passion as well. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'd lived in the middle of the Netherlands, so going all the yeah. way to the sea. The surfing spots. So at so. some point <laughs> I was like, oh, let's just skate. But yeah, yeah. it's hard to pick. I don't know. Um, there's so much to choose from, but I yeah. try to make people happy by posting them and uh, mm -hmm. try yeah. also to not only post bangers, but also beginners yeah. and right. yeah, like yeah. a mix. Which balance, is hard because yeah. sometimes you see such cool clips that your my mind just goes like ah, I want to post this and then yeah, yeah. oh but you know not everyone will feel motivated or inspired by yeah. it because they know that's something way out of their league yeah, exactly. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. or I wouldn't reach that level for a long mm -hmm. time so I cannot you know identify myself yeah with you that can person. relate yeah, yeah relate. for sure yeah mm -hmm. yeah so it's 
I know it's a struggle. It's I a balance. Even yeah. Got people that got mad at me in DM. Oh, you never post me, and then <laughs> I got insecure. Like, oh, I should post them, and then I got another <laughs> of those DMs. I'm like, I want to please everyone, but it's just not possible. They intimidate you yeah. into posting. Oh, I was, I was. At some point, I was even stressed. I'm like, how do I? I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I want to please everyone, but you can't. Yeah. So I just now tell them, like, you know, I wish I could post everyone, but I, I have to spam the account if I do that. You oh know? yeah. Yeah, videos a day you or can't something. post like 15 <laughs> things a day or like yeah. uh, you have to keep it also um, yeah. I don't know in a decent amount yeah. of posts yeah, or something exactly. and, and, you, and you're not spending your whole day doing no, this so, no. so you, I mean yeah you can only do what you can so I no. think you're doing it well I mean the, the proof is uh, I don't know how many years that 10 years basically yeah. you've been yeah. doing this uh, yeah. even a bit more with the MySpace and everything yeah. before and it's grown to uh, now you have what, what 200,000 something yeah, like that yeah 207 dropped actually but i oh, don't okay. i don't i don't mind for the numbers at all yeah. I, it was like two hundred fifteen thousand, and like okay. this year but i heard it from other people as well there's a lot of drop in following from instagram yeah yeah because of tiktok as you were I saying i don't know i okay. don't know but then i never cared about the numbers yeah. but in in a way of course it's like oh what is happening but then yeah. i'm like i don't care too much because it's for the community and it's right. for each other and uh, and in general, I think my opinion in social media is, so, is like funny too, because I do all this in social media, but my opinion about social media is also different. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't understand why we put pressure on each other by likes and views and yeah. numbers that's giving everyone stress and it's something yeah. from this age and day which yeah. is weird because everybody's looking for validation yeah. and um like if you're not getting posted on certain accounts then you're not it that's not yeah. how you know like yeah, yeah it doesn't mean much no, i mean yeah no. but i do understand i mean i get dms sometimes like they're like almost begging. Like, yeah. I would love to be on the account. Mm. But I also know some people, I don't know, try to get clout and just want to have that attention. And some people don't even want to be posted maybe. And they, yeah. you know, get all the following all of a sudden. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, especially for younger girls, I think it's kind of impactful mm. how this all works. Yeah. Like if you're young, like a teenager, and you see how this is working out, you're kind of growing up in this. Mm -hmm. And it's all numbers and views. And yeah. it's kind of not the way you want to live your day-to-day -day yeah, life, I think. For sure. All that stress. It's funny, I was just thinking that when I was a teenager and starting to skate, I would dream of being sponsored. Mm -hmm. Like I would, for example, when, I, when we started skating, because we're pretty much the same age, yeah. even though I started a bit before you. What year did um, you start, actually? In 2000. Oh. Okay, so sick. so yeah. a few years before yeah. and one of my very first videos was uh, Manic Mahdi oh, the S sick. video yeah, and sick. so I remember watching that one and being of course blown away and loving <laughs> it and buying a lot of S shoes <laughs> marketing was very efficient with me <laughs> um, and um, I wanted to get sponsored by S or by another brand you know it was like oh I would love so much <laughs> to get free product to be like to have kind of the S yeah. stamp you know and be like uh, validated Part by S yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's kind of what's happening now with mm. social media where Whereas True. kids, they don't really care too much about getting free product or getting the approval from a specific brand. But to be reposted, for example, mm -hmm. for a young girl to be younger or older, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. to be reposted by an account like Girls Shred with such credentials mm -hmm. or longevity or mm -hmm. credibility, I'm sure that means a lot more yeah. than, for example, getting a T-shirt or a pair of yeah. shoes from, a, from whatever yeah. sponsor. Yeah, um, you're, I think you're right. I mean, we're all we're, we're older than this. Yeah. So like. 
Of course, we didn't grow up only with social media. And there yeah. was a, well, yeah. Fortunately <laughs> I mean, all, for us, all the yes. world mm-hmm. outside that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's also something we need to be aware of how mm-hmm. we maybe view that so we don't put too much pressure on the younger or like teenage kids and make them feel like they're part of something without having to, you know, pressure yourself to be a part of something. Yeah. Because I also, some young girls, they send me a clip and then they write to me like, uh, I know maybe I'm not good enough. Or if I respond late or something, oh, yeah. they, they keep talking like as if they have a monologue with themselves. And they, they, you see them getting insecure. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm not oh. good. I'm not good. I'm not, I know I'm not worthy to be posted. I'm like, wow, what are they talking wow. about? And oh, it's so sad. sad. Yeah. So yeah, it <laughs> does something with you. At least when you see a lot of those messages yeah. coming in or or and you're like I, I didn't start this yeah. do this like that was <laughs> no, not the point i don't like, want to exclude yeah. no one but yeah, i cannot post everyone it's oh like, yeah no uh, yeah. yeah so like stop wanting to be posted yeah. like just skate yeah. just have fun yeah, yeah. just focus that's on that. why i think what we talked about before already thinking about how how can it be more innovative in a way that we actually even we're all for like internationally mm-hmm. distance wise and stuff it's hard to do something you know live face to face but maybe there are other yeah i'm just trying to see how can it not only be involved around social media and like yeah yeah yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about the end so to speak of mm-hmm. social media or at least where it's going but <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about this in a, in a minute but so yeah i was just wondering what's your opinion on kind of um the place of women's skateboarding today because um from my perspective again i'm a 35 year old <laughs> cis white male uh from france so i have of course a very narrow perspective on skateboarding and on life in general but from what i see in skating I feel like, of course, there's much more space for women in skateboarding today than, for example, 20 years ago mm-hmm. or even 10 years ago. But it doesn't seem quite still well balanced between both genders. Yeah. And I feel like, for example, many brands do sponsor uh, girls. But like, for example, we I talked to you earlier about the Gizmo, Gizmo mm-hmm. Nike video. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with Sarah Merle mm-hmm. and, and uh, Leticia Buffoni yeah, yeah. and uh, Elisa Steamer. And so they have the Nike video, Vance did also uh, an all-girl video, and that's great. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like, why should there be videos for only girls mm-hmm. and videos for only boys? It mm-hmm. doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. For example, one brand that I think is doing a good job with this is Poetic Collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned Tom yeah. earlier. Yeah. And uh, he sponsors a lot of women and they do videos, video projects, and they seem to really blend both genders really well together. But it's, I don't feel like this is what's happening all over the place. I feel mm. like that's still somewhat Certain, rare. Yeah. And I was just curious to ask you, what's your take on this today compared to when you started or throughout the years that you've been skating? Uh, if I compare it to when I started out, it's a complete difference. For sure. Yeah. Already. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, like you're saying, I think we're still not there. Yeah. And I think this is a, yeah interesting to think about always well. because sometimes i have this conversation as well about like why do we need to separate we're all skaters why do we need to separate girls with an account like girls why do we need to separate Mm -hmm. make a separation in in the first place we are all one we're all skaters but every time something you know shows up again like comments on the big accounts like the barracks um Mm -hmm. there's like super hateful comments when there's a girl posted and it's like everyone can say whatever they want 
but also still you know equal price money and stuff like that it's right it's still not the common thing yeah, yeah i think a lot are thinking about it or changing it but sponsor wise there's still a lot that's behind in, yeah. in women's opportunities in skateboarding but I, and then i'm not even talking about skateboarding alone but like maybe yeah. back behind the scenes like managers mm -hmm. team managers or creative could also be more women mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the skate industry right, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure so i think we're making a switch slowly you see it change and it's good that a lot of brands are more focused on their you know uh, diversity in the team but yeah. i think we're still a long way ahead of us to like fully um full equ equality yeah, like, so to speak yeah feel like the women are feel the same in the team or like it's it's even an equal balance in you know diversity in the yeah. team but yeah i think you're right um whenever they put out a video it's like a women's video but why is it mm. not a full team video like yeah, you yeah. see it happen but like it could be more and i think in general especially the big og brands should have more there's so many good girl skaters out there yeah it's absolutely i mean a lot of our you know the pros are they deserve it more than you know like they deserve to be on the the girl like brianna and stuff but yeah. there are so mm -hmm. many other good girls and the, there's hardly any girls on on those teams yeah. so yeah yeah it's still I still so I rare. wonder yeah. the same thing like why mm -hmm. why is it taking so slow to add more women on your team or um like the way also I think some brands maybe you know they put out the advertisements or like it's also not that much you see it more and more in treasure magazine and stuff but it's still man dominated yeah, and cis sure. male especially mm -hmm. But looking back at when I started the account, yeah, it's like, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like I said before, back in the day, it was like a really rare to run into a girl that mm -hmm. actually stayed skating. And, you know, even if it's hard sometimes or it's frustrating that you can't land stuff, the people that are dedicated, even if you're not sure if it's your thing or you're not, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. good enough or you think you're not good enough, I think... Uh, changed for the better already and also mm -hmm. price money you see it happen a lot especially the big you know x games and stuff yeah street league stuff yeah. like that yeah but then still i think there's a huge gap still yeah oh yeah. for sure so um, there's still much work yeah. uh, to be done so yeah. i think if accounts like curl shred or other accounts are not there then i think not that I would never say that because of accounts like that, those girls got the opportunities, but I think it shows it's definitely helping that, yeah, that yeah. what is out there and maybe made them think about ways to, you know, how they can advertise or like yeah. get, you know, how they want to go about it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just look at the fact that an account like Girls Shred uh, has 200 plus thousand followers, that and means that there's an audience for that. And it's funny, it's half oh. men, half women following. Oh yeah, I, I forgot to yeah. ask you that. Oh, okay, so you. I, this has been forever. Okay. Kind of, like so almost half and half? close to each oh, other. Okay, yeah. interesting. So that's interesting. I, I, I assumed it must have been a bit more mm -hmm. women, but okay. it's a bit more women, yeah. yeah. But but not a whole lot more. No, okay, no, interesting. No. Because like if brands see that there's so much shine on girl skating and that there's a market mm -hmm. for this, then maybe it will be interesting for them to add girls to their teams, to their mm -hmm. brands. But yeah, I guess if, if they're not doing it more, it's probably because that demand is not really quite there yet. Yeah. But obviously it's accounts like the one you're doing are helping because they're bringing more visibility mm -hmm. and bringing more skaters 
like if a, a young girl who doesn't skate mm-hmm. fa- just uh, stumbles across your account and sees some skating or some surfing or whatever she's probably going to want to pick up a skateboard and who knows maybe in 10 years she'll be at the olympics or something yeah. so it's definitely pulling in young girls and building the market for that but it, yeah. it's obviously a slow process so uh, i guess what we're going towards an equal yeah. balance but yeah. it's uh, going to take probably yeah. an, still a long time yeah i think so too there's mm-hmm. a whole gap now and i think i also think people kind of forget that you know even back in the 90s 80s there were of course women skaters mm-hmm. look at Alyssa and everyone yeah, but yeah. like I think the progress in the level that women are skating is, yeah. is rising over the last years. For sure. So we're kind of behind already on the guys. So, you know, yeah, but in not, that not way. A no, whole lot. no, like, not, uh, yeah. like you see some, you've definitely posted some clips of her, but this girl skate for April. Uh, oh, uh, Raisa. Yes, Leo. she's uh, like, yeah. she's uh, incredible. And, and she's not the only one. There's, no, yeah. There's, there's, uh, that's also so a thing. The young girls skaters. are insanely good already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see like four or five year olds. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. And, and, and they're really not at all far behind from boys the same age. Yeah. That gap is really, really mm. narrowing as we're speaking. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Who knows, uh, in maybe five, ten years, uh, girls will probably yeah. become better than boys. <laughs> that would be great, actually. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, for example, also brand, like shoe brands, skate brands mm-hmm. that go up to, like their smallest shoe is not always all the women that can wear oh, it, yeah. you know? Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I hear stuff like that as well. Like uh, women try, they like a brand, but they just can't wear it. Oh, like, yeah. They don't have the example, size like for Kai, their... For example, like Kai doesn't have like a, only kid size, but not like, I don't know, like a pro skater or collection and they can't wear it. Smaller, I've, smaller. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I think it doesn't matter what kind of t-shirt. I mean, everyone wears whatever. I think sure. like yeah. I always wear men's clothing or like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. Yeah. It's not gender, I think, but... But yeah, uh, that could also be a thing, like how you market that and yeah. and maybe an old fashioned view on how you normally market women and how we do that now in like skating and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that, about like, it's interesting, the shoe, like a shoe brand, for example, like Kai, they've been in business for a long time now, mm-hmm. and probably they've mostly sold shoes to men yeah, and young yeah. young kids, young boys. So they probably never manufactured many sizes below, yeah. I don't know, maybe like an eight or something, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure. But now with women getting more and more into skating, it would be probably interesting for them to start making lower sizes yeah. for women as well. But yeah. then how many shoes do you manufacture? because where do you create the demand mm -hmm. and yeah i guess it's a complicated question because you said before also that you can tell that there's like a whole interest and market in a way in Mm -hmm. in women's skateboarding it's like it's like rising and it's i feel like a lot of companies that aren't even in skating are trying to get in on that trend of like hey skateboarding is cool Mm -hmm. and it's But we used to not be cool either, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. everyone hated skaters or right. like, oh, yeah. you're oh, kind of a douchebag if you skate <laughs> or something. There must be, you're super rebellious. I don't know mm-hmm. about you, but yeah. And now it's kind of like we make the trends already for yeah. everyone. So all the brands kind of want in on that. And yeah. that's also maybe how 
things change in the way we portray diversity in that or like opportunities in that i don't know yeah. kind of has an overlap in each other maybe yeah yeah, yeah. and the Absolutely. way we see it or i don't know mm-hmm. i think the core brands should maybe think more about how if there's a big project that there's both equal diversity in the team that you know in a project that you show both mm-hmm. or like yeah. more diversity So I mentioned earlier, I saw this article that was just released a few days ago mm-hmm. on like the sort of death of social media. It was a, a Vice piece, I believe. Oh, I haven't read it. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I can send it to you. Oh, if you I'm want, really yeah. interested. Yeah, you uh, can send it. <laughs> it's, it's not a very long one. It's mm-hmm. like a five minute read or something. Nice. But uh, it was interesting. And I was just wondering, like, how, how do you see social media in the future? Like, especially Instagram, since mm-hmm. Girl's Thread is uh, mainly on Instagram. Yeah. And so how do you see it evolve? Because like basically the article is saying that, and it's true, like mm-hmm. nowadays Instagram is basically like a shopping mall, so yeah. to speak, yeah, exactly. uh, where you go there and you're basically, as a consumer, as a viewer, you get thrown ads at you mm-hmm. all the time. And I guess that's the price to pay to be mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. But personally, I really don't enjoy it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do have an Instagram account for this podcast because I feel like the skate community is mostly on there still. And especially the, like the people that are more in our generation and that are probably interested in listening to these yeah. interviews. So if I wasn't an Instagram, probably I wouldn't have as many listeners. Mm-hmm. But I don't enjoy much uh, being on Instagram because there's just so much advertising. It's overwhelming. And yeah. yeah, it's just overwhelming. There's so much content and everything. And um, and yeah, so basically, what, what are your thoughts on the future of Instagram and of social media in general? Yeah, I mean, I have had thoughts sometimes like I sometimes don't use my personal account for a while or I just post on my story. Mm-hmm. I'm not really concerned about that. But yeah, and I think about Girls Thread, that's why I'm like, if I'm starting finally a website, mm-hmm. like what could it be that it's still interesting for the community, but it could be a thing that when social media is dead, Mm-hmm. that there's still something going in a different way or like another sort of platform or different opportunities because I f- also feel like social media at some point will be overrated and people yeah. are just done mm-hmm. or like I think in general nowadays generation it feels like getting bored easily with if it's not you know challenging anymore or something so mm. I think if it's not really new new then people are gonna go away at some point or yeah yeah, yeah. And maybe the older people are liking you know the way instagram was like just photos and like yeah. super personal and like mm-hmm. shitty photos and it doesn't <laughs> matter you know yeah. i'm hey i'm at the park or something you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i feel like it, at some point it's gonna also move to something else yeah. or a total different thing that we cannot even think about right now yeah 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 but at least i think instagram at some point will not be there anymore so that's why i'm already trying to think of the next move or, yeah, yeah let my mind go in different paths like what is possible and yeah start a blog again yeah <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe people at some point will have the concentration span to actually read something yeah yeah, yeah. Well, fingers crossed but that's why instagram is working i think in a way yeah because it's just quick 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 and you yeah, yeah. if you don't like it you just scroll through mm-hmm. it but like at some point people get bored of that too and it's like oh okay another video another mm. how do we surprise the surprise factor like the thing that keeps you on there is maybe gone at some point you're having so many i mean 
I don't know who still uses that, but like Snapchat, TikTok, oh, yeah. you have hmm. so many accounts nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm not having that all because I wouldn't know what yeah. to do with all that. It's like, yeah, you can forget your yeah. day job. <laughs> oh, wait, I still have a life. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I thought I was on <laughs> Yeah, so I definitely think it will change. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. when or how soon, but I also have that feeling that at least Instagram will not be as it is now or relevant yeah completely different platform because it's already changing a lot yeah yeah but i think social media at some point has had its good days as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to to be honest i think for the better but i'm not saying that aloud but like (laughs) i think for account like girl said i i hope people are getting more outside too like go play outside yeah the the whole the whole purpose of this is to make you want to skate yeah yeah. Just like skate videos, they're designed to make you want to skate. Exactly. That's, that's the whole point. Yeah. So uh, look at one f- or two, three, five videos, and then go yeah, outside. Just go out. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> and live, yeah. live, live your life yeah. outside of the screen. Yeah, for sure. Because to me, like, I feel really old saying all this, but to me, it feels like we're getting also not me, but maybe the younger ones getting pressured into you have to have all those accounts. You yeah. have to have a TikTok. You have to, yeah, yeah. you know, and where does it stop? Yeah, there's, yeah. Le- there's only more adding to it. Yeah. And to be honest, honest it's not good for our mental health so well, no, exactly. years from now yeah. people are getting depressed or burned out because of yeah. social media already but mm-hmm. like i think it's gonna get worse yeah, yeah so that's why i think it's gonna be gone at some point because people are just fed up with how yeah. they feel it makes them feel or yeah. mental health wise and for sure yeah, yeah, yeah it's very tricky yeah all right i have one last question before we do this these famous <laughs> friends questions that i mentioned earlier oh yeah I'm curious. so, so the, the last question i usually ask my guests is what's the most valuable lesson that you feel that you've learned thanks to skateboarding oh just keep pushing just go just go because like i could Don't i could give have up, i could have yeah. gone really negative and yeah. and gave up and not train and not being at the state i'm not now mm-hmm. but keep on going and and you always will surprise yourself yeah that's a very Dedicated, good one yeah, yeah. very yeah. good advice yeah <laughs> i love it it's like keep, keep pushing, pushing. <laughs> yeah no no absolutely yeah and it makes sense for skateboarding pushing, absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so i have a few friends questions and some of them are written so i'm going to read them mm-hmm. out loud yeah some of them are audio i'll have you listen oh, to okay, them cool this very first one is from we mentioned her i don't remember if we were already recording but uh norma ibarra mm-hmm. uh, for <laughs> the people who don't know her she's a photographer and she lives in canada in vancouver i think and she just asked a simple question which is what is your favorite skate video oh <laughs> this you is so hard <laughs> oh my god it can be anything right yeah yeah, yeah oh shit i'm still gonna say yeah right girl yeah, oh, yeah. right or no minefield <laughs> uh, minefield yeah, yeah. yeah. both still, very yeah, good ones yeah. absolutely yeah this one is audio so i'll have you listen to it i'm not sure if she says her name we'll see if she does i'm curious i guess my question is going to be when do you actually get to skate for yourself um, i feel like it seems like social media would have you so busy um looking at everyone else's skating and also where is your favorite spot i guess big love for everything you do it's steffi no oh who is this no this is uh helena long oh is it helena yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah we skates for vans and yeah. collective i've met her a couple of times yeah also yeah, yeah. with fans uh, events 
yeah well yeah <laughs> she probably doesn't know that my whole injury yeah, yeah, yeah. road i met her a couple of times but i never mm -hmm. really talk about that but right, right, yeah right. that's why i don't skate and mm -hmm. i think people always see me on events just running around or like interacting with the girls or like filming stuff but mm -hmm. yeah i can't really skate so that's why i don't bring my board either because then right. i want to do mm -hmm. more than i actually can so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She asked us, so like, if you favorite had a favorite spots. spot, yeah, do you have a place that you from the past or from now, like a place that you find oh, great the for yards. skating? There was like a there was an indoor skate park, and then on the roof they had like a iconic like spot called the yard. And okay, back in the day when they they wanted to break it down, mm -hmm. the whole park and everything, the America team came, actually came there to kind of protest or like we have to keep this spot here in okay, utrecht okay. Oh, nice. so that that's cool. where i started skating and was always my uh and my it's place. still there no they actually i think a, a couple of years back they started diy there oh, but nice. the city hall or the city actually at some point also got rid of that because there oh, okay. were a lot of people just know, trashing the place and oh, okay. starting fires and stuff so okay. now it's really really gone oh okay the yard Too is bad. gone yeah. yeah yeah but it's like iconic uh, mm. back in the day and yeah <laughs> i love that place <laughs> This next one is from, so her name is Dr. Indigo Willing. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, so I, I don't know her. But consent is red. She's from. Yes, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she's a sociologist, mm -hmm. uh, research consultant, a skater, of mm -hmm. course. She's from Australia, yeah. right? Is that she's where from she Australia. Lives? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I met her at Pushing Borders, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And so she said, what ways might skateboarder practice self-care and kindness to others? Yeah, I think it's just <laughs> interacting with each other and helping each other move forward from mm -hmm. obstacles. And that can be in skating, but I think most obstacles in skating can also be a personal obstacle in life. So I think maybe without knowing, you kind of push people to overcome a fear in their personal mm -hmm. life besides skateboarding as well. So I think we can push each other to do better in, or like feel better about ourselves in every way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or feeling stronger and more connected to each other, to yourself in that way. Absolutely. It's a good question. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. And she asked also, <laughs> what's your favorite skate film? To be honest, now something pops in my mind, but like this is going to be weird because I don't know anything about the film. Just like there was, it's like an art house film and it was about a guy that's kind of depressed and finding his own way. Okay. And But uh, yeah, he was skating. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's in the film <laughs> okay okay but it, i thought it was a really nice movie how they went about mental health and stuff oh, i can't nice, come yeah. up with the name as okay. you know i'm really bad yeah yeah well, well <laughs> so if, if, if i remember, find it I will, yeah because it was a really interesting movie so okay yeah. is it recent or no i think three years four okay years okay ago, okay yeah, yeah cool. i'll try to look it up <laughs> we'll I go find with it. this one yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay let's do the next one so this one is an audio one hi mk First of all, I want to thank you for the work you've done for the skateboard community and also the support that you've shown by the collective as a brand from uh, early days. Thank you. Uh, my question is kind of how you see the future for the skate community and how we can move together towards being more inclusive. I think there's been great steps taken the next last few years and uh, I'm just interested in hearing your take on what the next steps will be. Personally, I always think it's next step is to kind of remove the separation between male and female skateboarding and all see it as 
that's put it together next to each other and not in different videos and different clips. But I'm also interested to hear your take on this. Have a nice day. Cheers. So you recognize the... No, I'm really bad at it. No? That's Tom Bodwith oh, from Poetic. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm super bad at it. <laughs> Wait, do no, <laughs> I have this conversation a lot with people. Mm -hmm. I would rather not separate it because I right. feel like once you separate something, you, you create a way that people think separately as well. Mm -hmm. And they will yeah. create that stigma with mm -hmm. each other because yeah. you put it on them kind of in a way yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i think in the future it would be best to have just no girl shred or like yeah. something girl related mm -hmm. it's just skateboarders yeah and there's no gender around that it's yeah. just we're all skaters mm -hmm. right so right 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 i think yeah we're doing really good with going more diverse and like i think also how the skateboard industry is taking in on uh, you know like uh, the diversity in, and if you're non-binary or you're, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you're it doesn't matter anymore but it's still a topic that is sometimes hard to talk about i think we're doing really good but I, like tom is saying and we talked about before i would also like to see like just one thing mm -hmm. but the thing is that we're also talked about is that there's still a gap that we need yeah. to go through before we can feel not separated from yeah, each other. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, it doesn't help if we're all keep separating. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so it makes it harder. The, yeah, extra it, it hard. Will, mm -hmm. It will take longer to get there if mm -hmm. we keep separating it. I agree. But I also feel like it's necessary still yeah. to have that safe space or the feeling that you have your own kind of community and it doesn't necessarily exclude other people. But sure. I think if I would post a guide and it would like people would be like, hey, wait, yeah this was a are we doing everyone yeah. now like, yeah. <laughs> yeah but if you put yourself in the other perspective it's also like why is there a girls night why is there a girls mm. i think some guys are like why don't they want to skate with me like <laughs> yeah. together but i guess it, it all started because um probably many women didn't want to skate mm -hmm. in the past because mm -hmm. it was mostly male dominated yeah. and they didn't want to be in this kind of uh, environment mm -hmm. where a lot of dudes together is not always the best you yeah. know um place you want to be or something yeah uh so i, I also felt intimidated like, uh, especially yeah, going yeah, yeah. to a new park where you sure, I'm sure, didn't yeah. know the locals for and, sure and i would also be feel as like well what yeah. is he? or like as if you have to prove yourself first or yeah like which do, is do not you deserve case, to be here or right yeah maybe yeah. that's in your own head but yeah i also one time i did an event in skatepark utrecht where mm -hmm. On the flyer, I just posted a meetup, girls skate meetup, but the park was still open for everyone. Okay. So during the, the meetup, the girls come up to me like, shouldn't they leave? Like, mm. but they weren't used to having guys around during a meetup. Oh, I see. I see. And it was like a, they were I used to girls purpose. only yeah, sessions. Because or, yeah. I thought like going back to how I grew up skating, I didn't have girls. I only skated with guys. Yeah. yeah. So, and I know a lot of the guys are actually super nice and they yeah, want to yeah. help you out if sure. you want to. They're not going to mansplain you or something. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just like to see that there's actually people picking up on something they also love doing. right yeah, yeah, yeah so what i notice during events is or like skate nights is that girls come in they're starting out they feel more safe during a girls night yeah but then they don't 
ever really skate unless there's another girls' night. Yeah, I so see. Yeah. how are you going to progress if you're only going to skate during the girls' nights? And they're mm-hmm. still having the problem of intimacy problem with like being intimidating by yeah, the guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's why I thought it would be better to have a night that they know there's a group of girls that have their back and support if there's something or they don't feel safe or they feel intimidated. They yeah. have some support group. Right, right. But they're still the guys that they usually have to skate with as well. Yeah, and they're so not, you, they're, you they're gonna get welcome used to them. it while yeah. feeling, you know, kind of safe with yeah. your group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's stuff like that. I want to do more and like to also show, like, see you. You don't have to feel intimidated by everyone. Yeah, no, there's absolutely. Actually are good guys, and there's like, yeah, 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 they like you skating. You know, for like, sure. Especially today, I th- I'm sure it's much better today. Yeah. Like uh, that, many many guy skaters are much more open-minded mm-hmm. than it was maybe 20 years ago and that they would be much more welcoming yeah. with uh, girl skaters or non-binary skaters yeah. or whatever yeah, exactly. just everybody's welcome kind of well i hope i hope it's like that uh, i feel like most that of the times could be a start to go to more like just skateboarders mm-hmm. yeah and not yeah, separated yeah. but yeah it's funny how people responded back then because <laughs> then uh didn't it start yet you know like <laughs> uh, the confusion to was leave? like well, <laughs> to be honest it was really crowded because there was a lot of girls coming to the park that weren't living close to Utrecht or something oh, yeah, and then yeah. the you know the park was open at regular oh, yeah. things so, so it people. was like too crowded maybe yeah, but, yeah, yeah okay but i think in that way yeah i think stuff like that mm-hmm. just opens up like we all have the same passion and we all started yeah. at some point yeah why feel intimidated about by each sure. other and but, there's but good I, people also you know like, of course yeah, yeah yeah but i think also sorry to cut you off but yeah, I, no. I, I was just thinking uh like for example in skate ngos like skatistan or free movements yeah. or skate pal all these skate ngos that are doing amazing work i guess for example when they go to palestine let's say and uh, there's only guys, mm-hmm. inst- guy instructors, you know, mm-hmm. that will mm-hmm. give skate lessons to young children. I guess the young girls maybe won't necessarily want to be mm-hmm. taught by a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not affirming anything. I'm just no, saying no, maybe they won't feel the, as much appeal for yeah. the sports if it's yeah. a guy that's kind of... Um, if it's only guys that are, that are doing it, you know, yeah. whereas if the, if you have a woman that comes in that is an instructor who's a rad skater, then she becomes like a, a um, how do you say? An a, example or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, like a, a mentor yeah. or a figure, uh, yeah. someone you want to, you aspire to resemble yeah. or something. Yeah. So I think, I think it's important to have women that do these skate lessons in these countries, as well as it is important to have girls night sessions only mm-hmm. here in Europe exactly. where skateboarding is much more established and everything it's a good way to enter skateboarding and then once you feel comfortable within this space then you can go to a skate park and not feel intimidated when there's guys around and everything but yeah yeah probably it's necessary for until it won't be but yeah who knows when that will be it's hard to tell when that would stop or wouldn't be necessary anymore Mm -hmm. but at some point we will go there i feel but but i think now it's still necessary to have like that safe space or that starting point like you're saying Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah All right, the next one, let's see. Hey, Imke, I hope you're doing good. And congratulations for being here. Really looking forward to hear the whole interview. <laughs> I'm super happy we met this year at Vans Coco Loco and excited about the next time we collaborate to push the Flint Skate community. Well, here's my question. Uh, what is your key to keep a life balanced 
and spread such a good energy to others while you have to be connected all the time. <laughs> Maybe you can share some life hacks with us as I find <laughs> it really challenging sometimes. <laughs> I hear this often, but it's also not always how you portray yourself, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think when I met her, I was doing pretty okay, but I was still recovering from my burnout. Like Which I was, was la- last summer, against, right? You yeah, said? this okay. last summer. Okay. And it was the most hectic summer because I had like mm. all the stops in Europe. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't work. I had mm. to stop working. Um, okay. So I didn't get paid that much because I was kind of on sick leave-ish yeah, yeah. with the burnout. So then going on all those stops and events and being interactive like all day until you go to bed, like, you know, that's uh, can be a little bit overwhelming. Much. Yeah. yeah. But I think this gives me a lot of energy and mm-hmm. then seeing all the girls and people around me just having fun and being inspired by each other. It gives yeah. me energy. But coming back from the events, it kind of like, it was just like I fell apart or something, you know, like it's hard. So sometimes people don't see what what you're going through. I think everyone has that. You're not always showing how you actually feel. Yeah. Because you don't want to show your good side on Instagram. (laughs) Plus, if you just meet people, you're not going to be like, oh, by the way, I feel really shitty. But hi, (laughs) nice to meet you. you (laughs) Exactly. But I think we already talked about that. Yeah. There's so much more for me to having a healthy mental health and everything. But yeah, I think the core of things are just like yeah. trying to be in listen nature, to your body. Not, not and, be too much yeah. on your phone yeah. and do yeah. yoga and listen to and yourself. And if you don't and, like certain people or environments, why would you still be around there? Yeah. Like that stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. ask yourself if you get triggered somewhere or something or why does it trigger me and why does it make me feel a certain way and why would you still give energy to that mm-hmm. you know if it's yeah. not yeah, yeah. something if it's, benefiting if it's, you uh, yeah exactly only if give you headaches you. or like bad yeah. emotions and mm-hmm. stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i'm really aware of who what how <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like i have around me and yeah to be honest, kind of funny. I hardly invite people to my house, so that's kind oh, of yeah. cool. Well, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah like, no, that's really. This is my kind of my sacred. Like I feel yeah, yeah. comfortable in my house, and it's like where I. Um, yeah, this is charge, where you recharge. recharge. Yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of. Well, I'm honored that she would open up <laughs> yeah. your door for me. That's yeah. really kind. Yeah. yeah, thank you. This one is from Candy Jacobs. Oh, uh, Candy. So she said, "How does making an impact in women skateboarding influence your daily personal life?" <laughs> hmm. I think not much actually. <laughs> no, I like I love seeing the community grow and that everyone helps each other make right. it bigger. Like yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I have a lot of influence on that, but people always say that I do. But like I think together yeah. everyone made the community because if they didn't start building each other up, mm-hmm. then there was no community. I cannot build yes. a community by myself. No, right? of course there were many people that helped yeah. you build this, but uh, yeah. even though you're continuing this alone, at, at least for the Instagram yeah. part of it, yeah. But, I think yeah, I'm not. I'm trying just to day to day life. Like I'm not seeing myself as some. I always was really humble still with yeah. girls' red, and I've never wanted to be in the spotlight. That's why when I did the panel talk in Malmo, I was yeah. super nervous. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. not in the great best state even there. I, okay. I woke up crying in the hotel room actually. The, the day before, <laughs> the first night, oh, the first yeah. morning, I was not doing well. I was kind of depressed. You were anxious because of because of this talk, or, or was um, it a, a, personally? I was okay, just okay. not in okay. my best state then mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. uh, something like that so it yeah. was a lot of impact and a lot of faces and people yeah. and but yeah just 
I don't know, I just try to stay a little low-key and private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I really, I think uh, staying private and not sharing everything, that's kind of keeping your peace as well. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a, a few last ones. This one is an other audio one. Let's see. Hey, it's Leila here. I would like to know what is the future of Gertrude or the vision for a few years from now. I hope you're okay. I miss you. Uh, I met her at Prison Board. Yes, Leila Le Leon. She's yeah. from Peru, I Peru, believe. Yeah. But I think she's in uh, Madrid right now. Yeah, she's yeah. studying over there, yeah. I, I think. She yeah. wanted to come to the Barcelona Girls' Rules stop, oh, but nice. then yeah. I think she came a little later than the stop. So oh, okay. She missed you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, I'm not going to tell what I'm up to, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's, there's stuff coming. There's a website coming, coming very uh, soon. <laughs> ish, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I have a lot of lot of ideas for years already but i i just need to put them into action. put them into action okay. yeah and i have a lot that i wanted to do also with website and things so projects side projects and stuff so yeah there will be stuff coming don't expect to <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned I, in my head every every when it's almost new year i'm like okay i'm gonna drop and like announce like something in the new year and then uh no okay i'm not then next year you know that's how it goes because <laughs> i think i feel like it, i need to make an announcement and make it big and yeah, then yeah. and then i'm like why do i need to make it big it's just yeah this and, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, in my head i make it too hard i think yeah no i, I feel you I, i'm kind of the same yeah. <laughs> and, then, and that's when you get stuck because you're yeah. like okay i have a lot in my mind so now so, i don't so know so many where possibilities to yeah, and exactly. you, you just get lost in yeah. it yeah for sure i, yeah. I completely relate but to that <laughs> there will be stuff coming yet. yeah <laughs> cool all right this one is from rosie jones ah. uh so she she told me ask her what it's like having a local girl crew with like-minded girls who love skateboarding and hanging out Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I uh, met Rosie and two other girls, I think 2019. Okay. Spring. So not too yeah, long not ago. too okay. long. Yeah. And we were just with four girls like, oh, this is so cool. And then at some point we we gathered a whole crew. We started a WhatsApp group and we had like 40 girls, which is now way short, more little. Like it's like a small group. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it's really cool. We don't see each other enough as mm. a group, but um, yeah. But is it all girls from from, from the, the Hague? From, oh, from the Hague. Yeah, from oh, the okay. city. So yeah, you're all, yeah, all in the yeah. city. Okay. Yeah, and um, Rosie actually, uh, we kind of started it together, the Instagram for the group, but now I'm out of that. And okay. I think she and another girl uh, are running the Instagram and they do the girls' nights here in the local skate park. So mm -hmm. really like it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, to have girls around you like a crew like that that's uh, yeah. really even though we don't see each other as much as we want to as, as a like group to. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but uh no that's it's really inspiring to see and everyone's super creative and uh mm, yeah, yeah, yeah i love it yeah that's cool yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah really nice i love those girls all right so i have a few questions from fleur fleur, oh, fleur that's my best friend that's a french word actually fleur fleur born flower uh, <laughs> yeah fleur, how do you say it fleur? yeah fleur. fleur fleur okay yeah so she asked a few things. Let's mm -hmm. see. Uh, we don't have to do all of them, but everything's possible. What do you wish for, for yourself and the world we live in? Just to have like mind peace, not world mm. peace, but like <laughs> peace within ourselves. Because I yeah. think if we are not in peace with ourselves, then there's always going to be conflict around you and inside you. And you're not going to take any opportunity that maybe comes on your path because you're feeling miserable or so... 
I don't know, I hope everyone feels good about themselves and in that way we are collectively like strong yeah. with each other and like healthy. And Stronger and better yeah. versions of ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you, you know what you have with, uh, with your own mind and mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she also asked, what inspired you to create this global online community? Well, we talked about how you launched the group, but mm -hmm. did you draw inspiration from other things around you that kind of made you want to do that? Or did you uh, see that elsewhere? Well, when I started it, uh, the Girls Skate Network, oh, that yeah? was the only platform back then. Okay. And they kind of quit, but it was so cool because they had block cams. Lisa Whitaker, that's now behind Meow Skateboards. Right, yes. She did um, the Girls Skate Network. Or was it Mimi Knope as well involved? I'm not sure. But mm -hmm. that was before all the platforms were there. Okay. And I actually reposted back then on my blog, the blog post. Okay. They, okay. they had a blog cam and they were filming like uh, Evelyn Bujar, Leticia Buffoni when they are all starting out. Leticia first time in America. Wow. So okay. that's, they're still online on YouTube. It's super sick to see. And it's they're just having fun skating. And that was kind of the first thing that was like this is so cool and in the same time i i started like the blog and the website mm. and everything and then later okay. instagram and that was kind of my inspiration because i i loved what they were doing and okay there weren't any like platforms or communities where people yeah. could get together or like be inspired by mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that inspired me for sure yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. cool <laughs> yeah so girls skate network yeah. is that what yeah. it was called yeah. okay i think that's the not around anymore still, i guess yeah. i think they're not doing much anymore mm. but they I believe they still have the Instagram and the website. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're better. <laughs> they even have the website still. So <laughs> I should step up my game. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I you can still watch the old stuff and they were posting like events and stuff was coming up. They posted it on their website. So okay. I kept track on that too because then I had like a calendar and I could also like, you know, announce when something was yeah. coming up or yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was cool. like one of the first things that were out there after Fila Fila Cola. Uh, or in the same era so yeah super cool mm -hmm. yeah and then i started like the whole blog thing and right 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 and okay. i started it because i noticed at some point well there are actually quite a lot of girls skaters but just spread out everywhere yeah so mm -hmm. that's when i was like oh a girl from australia from helsinki or whatever yeah like, yeah uh, let's you know? let's create a platform where we yeah. can yeah, exchange and I, started doing interviews and right, stuff like right, that right, right. So, so then it all started yeah, going yeah, yeah. into social media but at first it was just uh, getting the girls together the few girls right. here in the yeah, Netherlands yeah. then it was more like oh actually there are girls that are into it but just mm -hmm. don't know anyone and yeah, the meetups yeah. and the skate sessions in Amsterdam mm -hmm. kind of helped start that off and okay yeah Yeah, we went full circle. Yeah, actually. I think That's so great. Too. Yeah, well, perfect. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's wrap it up yeah. here. Thank yeah, you so cool. much, Imke. Thank you so much, Quentin. Yeah, I this really was great. Enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was yeah. fun. Thank you. Cool. That's it for my conversation with Imke. Follow her on Instagram at Imke Lehring. Follow Girls Shred on Instagram at Girls Shred to watch amazing footage of girls and women of all ages and abilities skating, surfing, and snowboarding. Keep an eye out for the new website girlsfred.com coming soon, but not too soon. Thank you for tuning in. See you soon for a new episode of Beyond Borders.